if you aren't willing to scream and shout, the Orange County Divas will tell you, then you can get the fuck out! In the OC, champagne chugged and wine tasted leads to Jesus jugs being naked wasted. Money can't buy you class. Money can't buy you class. That's right. Welcome back to a show where money can't buy us class. We're classless, trashy hookahs, and we're ready to show tell you about all those things, housewives, starting from the very beginning. We're back at the glorious Orange County. We're in Coto de Casa. I am your beast, Josh, and this is my beauty. Kalindi. Hey girl. Hi. How are you? Loving your October. It's it's your time of year. Oh my Are you are you blooming, blossoming? Are you a pumpkin patch? Tell me more. I am a complete pumpkin patch. I have squashed all other seasons. Wow. Um, Any more gourd talk you got? I am gorgeous. (laughs) Gorgeous. I am amazing Mm. living life on the cob. Wow. I love that. I you know, everything's better on a cob, but that's what I always say. Uh-huh. Um, and it's happy BravoCon, folks. I I have to say something, and I know you producers always listen to us. I don't understand why you don't have particular panels that you don't live stream and charge people to watch. You would be yeah. making a lot of money. And I understand not live streaming at all to make some exclusivity. Absolutely do some live stream of some of those panels and charge people. Because that yeah. would be fun for all of us. You know, it doesn't make sense. And or so have many record it and release it later. Yeah, and so many of the Bravo accounts are live streaming it. So I've seen everything. It's like I've oh. been there. I've watched oh. every panel. You, like they're live streaming the whole panel. Yeah, they're just sitting there in the audience live streaming everything. Wow, I miss so much. I've only seen like little clips. I no. I, I must need to get on it. I, these fingers need to be dancing across my screen. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. Oh, okay. It looks, you know, I feel like the first time BravoCon happened, it seemed like it had more of a energy to me than this one seems. I don't know what it is. I just felt like everybody doesn't seem as excited like the Bravo stars to be there as much for me as they did before. Now it seems like a work obligation and not like a celebration. Not a party. Yeah. I'm I'm missing that from the post. It feels like everybody's like, oh, I got to go to this convention. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I have to work the weekend. Yeah, I'm not loving that vibe. I do think that we're getting into this territory where they are big stars, but they almost feel like that they think they're bigger stars and you're supposed to be a normal person exactly that's the point Money Except for vicky. i did see a video of vicky out and she just loves to be around her fans she was relishing she was it crying yes oh yeah she was oh crying gosh. she was doing shots she was but she was she... in family vans she was out of family vans <laughs> get in the family van get, <laughs> get out, out of the family, family van. van call somebody um, and yell about the family van <laughs> Lounges, not lounges. You know, she had to leave um, one of her meet and greets early, and there was still a huge line for her, and she was crying because they were so sad. And they were like, she has another panel to do. I'm so sorry. And they started chanting her name and she was crying. She was thriving. <laughs> I was so jealous. I was like manifesting that for us. But I, the only thing I would change is I was like, why couldn't we do one big group picture? I understand if I have a whole line of people and I have to get to a panel in five minutes. Right. But I would be like, okay, everyone gather in. Everyone like a symposium. In. Yeah. 
And yeah. like, I'll share this to my Instagram so all of you can get the picture. One, right? two, three, woohoo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, for oh. sure. Also, like, can we, we are such approachable stars. Josh. Like, and, and can we not like have interns that, like, as she walks, like, they stay in line and they follow her like a conga? Yes. And as she walks, they just shuffle through and somebody takes a picture, takes a picture, takes a picture. Yes. And you're like, give me your, I'll stand here and I'll get your numbers and names afterwards and we'll, we'll send them to you. No, like, just I, post it on Vicky's Instagram. Uh, Everyone can true. get it from there. That, yeah, absolutely. It just, you know, I just feel like this is supposed to be a symposium for the people of the people and, and it wasn't planned by the people and it should have been planned by the people where are the people call me and i'll plan it exactly oh wow wow i don't even know how they, they're clearly barely functioning without us so but they're I, lost they're they're lost and now we're found do okay well let's get ready for some oh, titty news. news give it to me straight Give it to me, gay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. R&B singer Genuine passed out unconscious after a dangerous Chris Angel magic stunt goes wrong. He dunked himself underwater while holding his breath in a glass box with heavy chains on the outside. He was quickly pulled out of the water after being submerged in the cube for at least 10 seconds. His... Rep says, Genuine is okay, and he made a full recovery. He was conquering a fear of being underwater as he... Couldn't hold his breath for longer than 15 seconds before trying this stun out. Fortunately, everything is okay, and he was working with Chris Angel, who's the best in the biz. I'm um, a little confused why we chose somebody that can't hold their breath <laughs> for longer than 20, 15 seconds. Yeah. Um, like, at 10 seconds, of course he passed out. Like, this wasn't good. Who like, could genuine. do a 10 seconds? <laughs> genuine really wanted to be on page six and he, he I, just kept riding the pony i i have to tell you i was thriving when i saw his name in the headlines i was like good for you genuine he's always mm. performing oh he, he's always around town you know who's you know who's here tonight in nashville wait what's today maybe it's maybe it's it's next weekend next sunday next sunday um candace dillard uh, a basket. basket basket yeah sorry basket. i i i i, I like gotta get rid of that basket oh. case husband of hers yeah. um candace dillard that's all i'll call her uh is performing candy outer gal. space here candy gal is performing <gasps> outer space here bitch are you going no i'm not gonna attend but it's on a sunday it's at like nine i gotta get up early i get up at five on mondays um you know i have i have a lot of other things to be doing but i'm you know Talk to me next week. Well, no, we never know. You never know where I'm feeling it, where I'm, where I might go. I'll bully you. I'll bully you all week. Um, <laughs> going um, and buying drive back merch. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. And what a perfect segue. So we are going to forget all the other housewives exist and just talk about our ladies of Potomac and their supersized premiere. I love that we got more a little longer for a premiere. It was worth it. I needed to keep going. You know what the standout star for me from the premiere was? Tell me more. Jizzy's chest glitter. She is. You know what? She is always herself. That's what I want. She that is, is why always herself. I, and you know, good, bad. It's either good or bad. It's never indifferent. She is a polarizing character. Good, bad, you, or glittery. You know what I loved? I loved when Robin got there on the, at the beginning of this. And Giselle's like, 
I love that they always fill in Robin about what, where they stand. She was like, we're, we're going to be on Ashley's team this time. She was like, we like Ashley right now. Okay. Just so you know, she's, she's approaching. We're being nice to Ashley. <laughs> Robin's like, okay, got it. Got it. Nice to Ashley. We approve of her divorce. I love seeing all four of them together, coming together as OGs. I like that mystical power uniting. I lived for it. And honestly, it always surprises me that Robin can be so quick with that kind of stuff because she seems like a very slow person to go well she's play. quick because she's it's going to take her 30 minutes till she says anything anyway <laughs> so like she's not i mean between giselle and karen it's going to take raw eeyore a long time to get in there um, it's so, so true she's acc acclimating as it goes um yeah it, you know what it felt like to me especially just re-watching season one it felt like ashley finally got her seat at the table like they were like, yes, you, you, you know what? No, we're no longer teaching you how to be uh, a part of the society in Potomac. You're part of it. You made it. And it felt, I mean, she deserves it for sure. And she is looking gorgeous. Um, stunning. Better than ever. And she met our terms of having her back. Because I said, I will not attend if Gollum is there. Ashley has to be off. And now this is exactly what we asked for. Thank you. Bravo. Thank you, Ashley. Not Darby. Thank you. Right. Is she going, is he going to be on this season at all? I guess we'll see him, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Bit, a little bit. And yeah. obviously the Broadway, the Broadway baby lived that Kern used gypsy lyrics for her <laughs> invite and definitely didn't know it. I think that she had her assistant do it and she's like, wow, wow, wow. Like Jill Zarin always about Bethany, where uh -huh. did you come up with this? Where do you come up with this? You come up with the best things. <laughs> spring awakening, spring awakening. I love her just singing in the park. I love when, I love the seasons when Giselle and Karen get along and I love the seasons when they don't. You know, I just mm -hmm. love to see them together. They have such a good chemistry, Giselle and Karen. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. When, especially when there are no fits. No fights. No, no, no. feuds. Not yet. And no egos. Not Amigos? till the end of the episode. Together. Yeah. Together. Uh, we all the take a bow, <laughs> including the cow. <laughs> uh, you know who I wasn't happy to see? Peter Thomas. What the hell was he doing there? I thought we got rid of the scourge a long time ago. You don't like, even go here. And why is there a bar one every, like, I don't, we don't need this many bar ones. We don't. And, and, and his projections were not right. I'm like, you're not making $8 million. Exactly. And for Dr. Wendy, who, doctor, you have a doctorate to sit there and nod. Did you get hit by a Keo foul ball? She did. I, I have to tell you, kick her off. I'm done with Dr. Wendy. I'm happy for her that she's owning her true self. I don't like the new Dr. Wendy. And I was looking forward when she came on to have that Dr. Wendy as a housewife. Now that she's transformed, whatever, own it, work a girl. Um, that's fine. Just don't do it on my screen. I don't like you. I don't like you because I don't want, uh, also like, like stop. Like you don't, who, you can't have a library and a lounge. Like you can't check out books. And I was like, Peter, <laughs> Peter's just going to rob you. Like you're going to be robbed. And I didn't like how she was looking at that man. I thought her and Peter were too flirty. There was something going on with the eyes. There was something going on there and I didn't like it. And I'm not here for that. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Also, why is she looking over those candle orders herself? Do you not have employees? 
Like, I, I, I'm so confused. She was like, and then I look over the candle orders and I just can't say no. And I'm like, what do you mean you look over the candle orders? You don't have one person that looks over the candle orders for you? And what are you looking over? You need to be shipping the candles. Wait, it's called an Excel spreadsheet. It all downloads and then labels print out and then they just ship themselves. Like, I mean, who who's running your business, Robin? And um, embellished <laughs> or embellished in, in uh, the candle business together? Like one wick, you get a one wick and a half. Buy one, get one free. Oh, bar one, one wick. Got it. Got <laughs> it. Bar one wick. She's going to she's she's gonna gonna own bar read, one wick. She's going to own wick one. <laughs> And the kettle's and then Karen's like, hmm, I think I'll open Wick three. <laughs> and then across the street you have Wick five. Uh, uh, That's yes. the only addresses on the street. I'm still waiting for Wick Wars. And and honestly, I'm waiting for Wendy. You know what? Change my mind. I just I don't see it coming. I just don't see it coming. I don't know. I hope I hope so. I do like her on the show. Um, and I like I I mean she's a good antagonist to everybody else. Um, unlike Mia, I, I like Mia. I just, you know, this Kim Zolciak cancer, not cancer story is kind of a little wishy-washy. We got so we to head to Chili's. Got to head, head, and then I was at Chili's. She was having to buy one, get one. And thank God it's not cancer. <laughs> thank God it's not cancer. Kim, I'm not. I mean, it was a couple of other, it was literally the same story. Kim Zolciak wrote this. Kim Zolciak is now a consultant for Housewives, and she wrote this. She's like, I got it. I got a great storyline for you. She's like, and then thank God we found out it was, and I got a couple lumps here and there. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Um, and that's, that's why fine. I wear a wig. And that's why I, also, it, wait. Wig she, one. Wait, she is Kim Zolciak. Kim Zolciak has had so much work. She is now Mia. Because then she spent, remember when Kim spent like 200000 on her rental? Oh my God. When she rented that house from that woman that then kicked her out? Because yes. she, yeah, she spent all that money on her landscaping too. And the, nobody, nobody needs to spend anywhere in the thousands. No. What do you think? And if you what need you landscaping or you need flowers, get, get some hanging baskets. Get some potted plants that you can take Also, with you. like, but if you're paying in the hundreds per month for rent, so you're paying, I mean, in the hundreds for, per year for rent, if you're paying 10 grand, that's $120,000 a year. You put 65 in, that's almost $200,000. Why didn't you buy a house? That's a down payment. Like, yeah. go buy a house. Ugh, it's just so frustrating to me. Like, that's 10% on a $2 million house. I, yeah. I don't understand real housewives that rent. I don't get it. Real housewives without real houses. Yeah, and they would have done well because they allegedly this week um, their business partner stole from them. Yeah, which AKA business partner uh, G's family. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean they got Robined. They got got <laughs> Robined. Uh, it was Robin. Robin. <laughs> Robin was like, I gotta get somebody. She got me. Um, Speaking of Robin. Mm -hmm. Um. How funny on Married to Medicine when Heavenly says that Anika would Anila would need uh, Miss Gomez to help her stage a break in. Right. <laughs> She's like she can't do anything. And you know. Me and Not Heavenly wrong. have a rough relationship, but she's absolutely right. <laughs> she's absolutely right. Amila is a nice woman, I think, but she isn't the brightest. She's not the brightest. Mm -hmm. I, I, I did love Married to Medicine. I loved Toya really explaining herself. 
it was such a beautiful going back to season one. Oh. You didn't you didn't realize that. You know, it's crazy when you watch these shows for a long time. Like when we found out that Sonia Morgan was only married for five years. It's yes. And then mourning that marriage for 12. Like, <laughs> Still happening. It's crazy because you didn't realize that like her, Toya had just got married to Eugene. They had just had the baby. Yeah. Like, like the, and, and it makes so much sense that she's trying to fight this stereotype uh, of, of who she was. And, and, you know, it's it was beautiful for her to see that explain that and i thought it was beautiful for them to come together and, and like receive it. and receive each other yeah. it made sense and but i have to say Amelia, you're going you better be ready for that reunion cuz when they showed that footage of her being like poking that girl to come for her i was like Anila, you don't bring people that aren't castmates to do your dirty work you should mm-hmm. do the dirty work yourself Exactly. Secure your contract. Miss Gomez can't do everything for you, babe. <laughs> I I would like to see Miss Gomez at more events, honestly. But she has to take care of that whole household. And she they probably took down the cameras because Miss Gomez is also the security guard now. Yep. They've returned all those ring cameras. <laughs> They're like, okay, the kids are in bed. Get outside by the gate. Put on that coat. <laughs> You're watching everything. Miss Gomez has an AK and <laughs> like a big spotlight. <laughs> Climb up that tower, Miss Gomez. Every 15 minutes, she runs inside to stir those pintos. Uh, She's like, the pintos are going, the pintos are going. Oh, poor it, woman, we love oh, you. Oh, God, get Miss Gomez a show. I, I'm just obsessed. And we will, next week, we'll fill you in on all the other housewives of Potomac. Also, I do have to say, Giselle sometimes just gets it so wrong. It, I don't care what you think about. It is so rude when she came up to her, Mia, at that party and she was, and she comes for the cancer <gasps> thing because she is sick. Like something happened. She had to have a biopsy. Somebody probably did tell her it could be cancer to be prepared. But like, right. you know what I mean? Like it is like crazy the, the way that Giselle will just, and that's what makes her a good housewife. We'll just come up to somebody. What a bad person. What a bad person. (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, I just can't imagine having those balls. And Ashley at the spring party looked gorgeous. Like, she looks so light. Her, like, her makeup was beautiful. Her hair was beautiful. She was just sitting there. And I don't know whether, are we being bamboozled by Ashley? Are we being bamboozled? Are they not getting, are they getting divorced for, like, a legal reason? I feel like there's some Jen Shaw something going on. And Erica, I feel like it's a little Jin Shaw meets Erica Jane, and mm-hmm. she's just getting out, but still like you know I don't cashing I, I don't, the checks. Yeah, I don't know if your coochie can wake up and be hungry for Michael. Like you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I don't know why you would say that. It's just such a weird. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. There's something weird going on there, and I hope Ashley's really getting out because I did see a picture of her with Luke from Summer House looking very cozy last night at Bravo After Dark. Well, they said on Watch What Happens Live, one of the Bravo accounts suggested she hook up with Luke. And so I think that's why um, she did it. Like, Oh, got it. They're giving Bravo the people baiting what they us. Want. Exactly. I will not be Bravo baited. Okay. The only Anyways. people that can Bravo bait me are Gary and Daisy. <laughs> I, don't think, I think they're Bravo baiting each other. I don't know. They don't know what's going on there. I love Daisy so much. I live for the woman. And it's so crazy. Selling is my favorite below deck. It's Well, that is crazy. That yeah, is cra- I love that's it. what's I crazy love that, that you love it. 
I well the uh, first season not so much, but the se- I just love them. I don't oh, know that first se- that first season was pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, Paget and that redhead girl. It, yeah, it was good, but that I redhead girl, like, that redhead bitch, <laughs> uh, that was, was like twelve years old when he started loving <laughs> yeah. her. Like it was, it was weird. And um, he was like fifty. I was like, what? What? Yeah. what is going on here? Glenn is. I I would be on Glenn's boat. Glenn is just chill, he, chill, chill. The opposite but he, of Sandy. He can't be wrong. It's not wrong though, because even though they act wild, Gary's still climbing freaking poles to fix shit the next day. So can you really reprimand someone for getting drunk in their free time when they're that good no, at their that, job the next day? No. no, I totally agree. I you know, I I think it is just what it is. Like I think that that's how it's. Yeah. I mean, it's like a restaurant on boat on 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 the water. It's that's how people behave. You know, my thing is, is that the sailing boat is so much smaller and they seem really loud, but I guess he just wears his earphones and he keeps it going. Yeah. I love that man. I swear. And they make really good money on sailing. They make way better better money than the big boats were. Yeah. And Daisy's just everything to me. I love to hear her talk. I love to see her face. I love her body. I just love the bitch. She's so real. She's so so real and present and, and she's good. She's really good at her job. So good. They're, but they're all so good. That's genuinely what I love yeah. the most about sailing is that they're all so good at their job. Like Marco, yeah. the, like everything oh. he made was magic, was science. It was insane. So I'm well, obsessed with them. Yeah, Marco was good. The other the, the other shoes weren't that great this season, last season. Yeah, I don't I mean, need them because Daisy's so good. I don't need anyone else. Yeah. Just fire them all and pay her triple. That's true. I I'm in. I'm in. Less people I, for Gary to fuck and forget. So, or I, I did see. Um, I, I was interested. I did see Below Deck, the the original, the, that preview. I'm yeah. so happy to have Rachel back. But I, I they must have I, clearly they filmed this before she had that falling out. So I'm guessing she's not coming back next season. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, she did say fuck, uh, fuck off, and like eat my cooter, walk off the boat, <laughs> and the next day apologized. She was like, "Sorry, sorry about that." <laughs> sorry. So French we'll see. Toast or biscuit. She's, I think, actually my favorite chef. I love her, um, just as like a, a actual good chef yeah. and as a personality. I think she, as a whole, brings it for me. But. Yeah, I like her, and I like Dave. This his cooking this season. Oh, I like Dave a lot. Yeah. Dave's really good. Mm-hmm. Really impresses me. Um, he is a psychopath, but he really does impress me. He's very emotional. It's not a psychopath. Um, He's just but, very emotional. That's because you know she's an emotional terrorist. That's what I was so, going to say. She's gaslighting everyone on board and then acting like a victim. She's okay. a sociopath. Okay, let's. Okay, so this has just become a new blow attack podcast. <laughs> have to talk about that whole fucking i mean honestly the whole interior are all fucking psychos i literally literally uh natasha literally batshit insane and natalia batshit insane like she's <laughs> one of the craziest people i've ever seen is that her name natalia yeah yeah she's good at her job she, though she's she is good at her job but she's crazy too i mean she's beautiful and I understand her kind of, but she's also one of those people that is doing too much for the for the deck crew, I think, and complaining about everything else. But the other two are kikiing too much. So yes, yeah, I think that I can. You know, I, I give up sides of it. Yeah, I get Natalia's crazy because that's us. We do fucking everything, so the guests are happy, and then we're like, "What the fuck are you doing? Hello, 
Hello. Right. No, I agree. And they are talking too much and, and they do seem to be working better now that they got that under control. I mean, they were, I've never seen people, what I like about Natash, uh, Tosh, what I like about Tosh is that she, um, I do like that she has specialty shots all the time and that she really seems to kill the bar because that would be a big thing for me. And that's where I think a lot of interiors really screw up. You just keep everybody drunk. Yeah. Like if you, if, if something's going wrong, make them a special shot, bring it up to them and distract them. But Mm -hmm. so, but it's interesting. This is, I like that boat a lot home. I like the, like how that boat looks. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, I've always, I used to love Captain Sandy and then I took a real big turn because she chose Malia over me. So (laughs) there we are. That's how I feel. That's how Um, we feel. I, I have gotten over Hannah not being there anymore, but I love Hannah so much. And well, she's going to be on the Real Love Boat. Have you watched that? I haven't watched that with uh, Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love Rebecca Romaine. And I, did you see where he, Jerry O'Connell was pleading with Andy to put her on as a real housewife? And she was like, yeah, I'll be a real housewife. Um, Bring her in. Yeah. The only problem with that for me is that they're such big fans of the show. But I, my thing is, is that she's not even a really good actor. So, like, like I just don't she think needs she, it. I don't think she would pretend to be a housewife. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll see. It's hard when you get a fan, but it can go one way or the other. Exactly. I, I, you, you, you have to see. And, it, and she, for me, she doesn't seem to have too much of an ego. I like people like her that are willing to admit that they love the housewives, that they're super fans, because a lot of celebrities aren't. Like, I just don't think she would have much of an ego going in there, but I don't know her that well. So. Let's see. Let's see it. Yep. We'll try it out. Right. We'll try anything. Abs- we'll try everything once. Okie dokie. Well, let's sit back, relax, rewind, and remind you of what was going on on uh, February 27, 2007. What were we listening to? Say It Right by uh, Nelly Furtado. Finally, it was replaced. Finally. Clearly not irreplaceable. Um, and in the box office, we were watching Ghost Rider. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Nick Cage. He's something. <laughs> um, on TV, Two and a Half Men, a la uh, uh, Sheen, a la Denise Richards. Everything goes back to the housewives. Everything, Everything goes back to Bravo. Everything does. And in the headlines... Stocks in the U.S. and China witnessed a large drop following reports of a decline in home prices. We know, girl. Oh, we know. Um, Which is which is interesting. Oh, this was. I guess this is when it was airing. So Mm -hmm. yeah, let's hope Lori sold that townhouse. Honey, that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) I was like, now's the time. No, really, now's the time. Now's the time. Yeah. In in fashion, we were wearing cargo shorts. Um, And in the celeb news. Hey, hey, you, you, won't you be my girlfriend? Avril Lavigne releases her song, Girlfriend. Hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. Have we um, had another song since then by Avril Lavigne that anybody liked? I think that was the last one. I think that was the last one. I think after that, we just burnt to the ground. Okie dokie, let's get ready and let's go into this beautiful, do we have a name for this episode? I didn't look at it. It's Jojo the housewife. Once again, makes no sense, but okay. No, it's not. I, I'm obsessed. 
with the names of this. I Jojo literally becomes not a housewife in this episode. Yeah. Like, it's like they are punking us. I'm I need to read more titles because I think they're like Britney Spears Instagram and it's subliminal messaging <laughs> and I don't know what's going on, but I would like to decode it. So we open up with um Colton's real mom, Kara, taking him school shopping. Because mm-hmm. oh, I, but I loved that Gina explained it as um she Matt was out of town, so Kara has to take on more responsibilities because Gina's so busy having coffee with Duff. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Gina, I, I mean, I, there's no deciphering what She's happened. Concussed. She's concussed. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were hit by Haley's comment, not a baseball. Like, this is, this is shocking. Um, but, you know, they're making the most of it. Um, poor girl. I, then I didn't even realize that Colton wasn't even in high school yet. This poor kid has went through so much abuse and he hasn't even gotten out of puberty or halfway through it. I know. And Kara buys herself a ton of shit as well. And she earned it, right? She did earn it. And also, like, I was shocked with the, I thought the price was very reasonable. Oh, for how much it looked like they got. got? They were like, I was going to pick every single one of these shirts. And the shirts were only $19.99. They spent $712.20 $712.20 total. I, I was, I, I was like, that is a bargain. This is I know. I'm like, is, Ro- is Relic still open? Do they have <laughs> online shopping? <laughs> uh, but I, we, we're going to check it out, guys, because I, I can't believe the prices. Um, inflation, it's probably $40 now. You know, it's yeah. a different time. Um, and then we go to Joe and I didn't realize how little of a story that Joe and Tammy had this season because this scene is all about Joe's stinky pink slippers. Ew. Something that I don't ever want to say again. (laughs) Um, And Slade's just a monster. Always, always. He's like, give me that nation's feet, bitch. Goodbye, Slade. Sorry. No, he's just a monster because he's like teasing her. And it just, eh. and then they're going to go to Fergie's party. I think the Duchess was coming out, the album. And it's yes, album it release. was her, her solo album. Yeah. Her, she was launching. Uh, the Lundy, like Lundy, Lundy Bridge was coming down. So it's. How fun. come every time you come around, you don't play that song for me when I'm in London? <laughs> Um, and then his uh, Slade's like stylist game, like him stylusing was really freaking me out. And then out of nowhere, she's like, "Oh, that's my moving day." Didn't tell, didn't tell Slade. Joe's yeah. on the list. Slade is. Slade isn't. isn't. <laughs> that's all I have to say. I was like, um, she's actually an abused woman, and she's making a run for it. Yeah. Like she was like, "Nope, I'm leaving that day." Actually. I think yeah. though that she's like becoming the abuser a bit. You know, like learning from his game. And I'm not saying at all that she's doing anything close to what Slate does. No, no, no. I, what you're doing, what she's doing is she's embarrassing him because she felt embarrassed last mm-hmm. season. And I think he deserves every bit of, of it. But I also have to say that, look, what happened was this is a trope. This is the beginning of a, a housewife classic. This mm-hmm. is Shannon. This is a lot of other housewives. This is a woman that knew she was in a bad relationship. They get on the show and they get the power from the audience and get the confidence to get themselves out. And honestly, Housewives is Sally Field in that Lifetime movie going across the border to get out of Iran. That's what Housewives is. I don't know what that movie is, but I love that movie. Um, And I live for it. Um, And then we go to Duff and Tammy. 
Another traumatized youth. Oh, another Riley is a traumatized youth. Duff is an abused spouse. It's he, a it's lot. It's shocking. It's shocking. So they're getting a, a lunchbox calendar. So a, they're getting him stickers. Yes. To but, show who's right. picking him up. And, and a calendar though to put the stickers on, right? It, that'll oh, fit I in just his lunch. That, I just thought that day they were going to put the sticker in the lunchbox to show who's coming. No, I think they were getting a calendar. I mean, I don't know. He did seem a little, now that I think about it, he is kind of small to understand how a calendar works. Yeah, exactly. Never I think mind. it's just like you open your lunchbox and you see this color sticker and that means mommy's getting it. Got it. Okay. Well, Tammy's going on a full shopping spree, I guess, because Duff can't buy it. But they went to do this before school. Yeah, and he's getting, he's making it, or she's making him late. And yeah. Duff is like, he's going to be late. We've got to go. And Riley is more disciplined than her. He's like coming to check out. And she's like, Riley, what about this? She's like, what about Thomas the train engine? And Tammy was driving me nuts. Like, I was what like, about I... a replica of our old gates that you didn't get to live in when I was happy? <laughs> she's like, look at this, Riley. Here's a locket. You can put a picture of our old house in it. Here you go. Perfect. Duff was like, he's got to go. I was like, who goes shopping before school? How early is this store open? Like, it's, it was shocking right? to me. And especially and, a kid that is having such anxiety, your teacher is saying you need to do something to help soothe him and help him know his schedule. You're going to cram in a shopping session right before he goes to school? Right. Absolutely. No. And I also don't understand in this situation. I mean, they seem to live very close to one another. Riley goes to work sometimes with Duff. I don't understand. I feel like parents put a lot of stress on kids when it's their decision to get divorced. And it was probably the best thing for Riley. And they weren't even married. But like, when it's their, I don't understand why one parent can't always take him to school and the other parent always pick him up if it's does giving him that much stress. Does Tammy not work? What, Tammy, what, we don't know what Tammy does. We don't understand what Tammy does, but all she does is traumatize her children. But they seem like they could be in the situation where somebody... I don't care what house he stays at that night. One person is responsible for dropping him off and the other one picks him up or both. And you take him to whatever house he goes to. You're the adults. You had a child. Figure this out. Don't yeah. use stickers to, to um, therapize him. Yeah. So frustrating to me. Ridiculous. Um, it is ridiculous. And then John and Vicky, they're golfing, kind of. Kind of often. She's like, uh, so do like people take work off to do this? She's like very confused about like taking work off. Vicky doesn't understand what not working means. Mm -hmm. She's like, mm, so people golf during the day. And she's like, this is a stupid game. I yep. was like, it was very Vicky, very Vicky moment. Um, and then we go to Ashley getting ready to go out and her water's turned off. So and she feels crunchy. Love she said that. I love what she, I just felt crunchy. Um, I'm guessing she didn't shower. Lori forgot to pay the water bill. I do think that that should have already been Ashley's responsibility. Have you not heard of auto pay? You know, I don't know. She might've been writing checks and mailing them in 2007. I guess, but I, I don't, I don't think. I don't know if auto pay existed in 2007. I don't know. I don't know. The internet was very young. I guess. We're it's still just... in MySpace. But you could still know your water bill was due. And honestly, I feel And the like, bills are coming to that house, I'm sure. Well, I just think that Lori should have been more prepared because she's the one who moved in with her fiancé and left her kid out of town. Oh, house. I think she did it on purpose. This is going to be a hot take. I think she did it on purpose to have the conversation. Yeah. I because because she said she got that call 
if you got the call, you would have just, you would have been like, okay, when you answered the phone and just gave them your credit card numbers and paid exactly. right Exactly. So I think she did it on purpose to teach Ashley a lesson. Little did she know Ashley was going to get get her. And then they're going to temptations and they have so many hair extensions. So many. So many hair. Ashley says, Ashley says she goes out because she's not with her mom. That's the only reason. She only goes out because yeah. her mom's not there. I was like, whatever, girl. Um, but I do love that excuse. I do love, Ashley has a certain joie de vivre, a certain way to turn everything back around on Lori, <laughs> like everything. Um, mm -hmm. I think she feels abandoned and that could be rightfully so, you know? Yeah, I agree. And Lori is moving up and up and up, you know, she's uh -huh. living the yeah. best life ever and... I, I do have to say, I mean, Ashley is too old for her to bring her to, um, I, I would have to, I'd have to understand the other kids living situation. Yeah. His kids, George's kids. I, I mean, they were, I, I, I need more of a perspective. Um, I don't know if Ashley wants to live with George. So, you know, it is what that's, it, we don't, everything with Lori is a little murky. Mm -hmm. we don't really know what's happened what really happened how you know I like to think that she was a great mother and a great communicator but it doesn't seem like she is a good communicator um they grew up with an abusive like in an abusive household right then they became poor and lost everything they're obviously all very emotionally immature and traumatized right. So mm -hmm. I don't think 20 is too old to live at home when you've been through that. I don't think that there's like a specific number. I think it's more like a maturity level. Well, I, I agree. But like she is in all reality living at home because she's in a home. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if she wants to live with Lori. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Or is she preferred to live in the townhouse? Yeah, I don't know. I think she could have had a little bit more support. I, I agree. I, I absolutely agree. And also, structure. At least just structure. At least taught something. You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't seem like she was really taught how to do anything. It was just like left her own devices. Yeah. And that's what annoys me. When you have kids like this that are very unmotivated and immature, you kind of have to give them the structure and you have to be on them more. So right. you can't expect her to clean this townhouse, keep track of the bills, go out all night and you're not enrolled for school when you're not checking in on her. Well, and also like, you don't need to spend every night at Georgia's and she should at least be coming over to your house as many nights a week to have dinner with you as she wants. That's what you I'm know saying. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah like, it, or it would, it would be nice for you and Sophie to come over and cook a dinner in your old townhouse. And have or every Friday, you know, yes. she needs, she knows that the house has to be clean because you come there every single right. Friday. Absolutely. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And, um, then we go to Joe's move-in day, which there's like four Joe's move-in days. This mm -hmm. is actually the day where they just go to view the yes, new apartment. Yes, to, show, to um, show Slade the statement wall she wants to paint red. Yes. Yes, the statement wall in the bar, um, mm -hmm. right by Bloomingdale's. Then we go to... Um, not very exciting, normal apartment. Everything in LA, unless you have millions of dollars, doesn't. We learn from Vanderpump rules. Mm -hmm. If you're only raking in thousands a month, then you can't afford to live in LA and you aren't going to get air conditioning. Look at poor Kristen Doty. She lived in that dumb apartment for 10 years. Oh, she deserved God. it. But Chris, everything goes back to Kristen Doty for me too. That crazy little meerkat. Um, and then we go to Tammy getting ready to go on a blind date. And I don't understand why we had this scene at all. 
I didn't really just understand to show her that she's a bad mom. That she is leaving Riley, and I don't know if I trust Lindsay. Lindsay actually seems like a very empathetic person, so I do trust her. I don't trust Megan with the kid, but I trust Lindsay with Riley. Well, and Lindsay is crying out for help for her mom too. Oh, yeah. uh, Riley's physically like actually crying because Lindsay's sitting next to her but Lindsay's like you don't even talk to me you're not even listening to me and I and Tammy's like well he's little I have to listen to him and I totally get that but he goes to bed at probably eight or nine so you can't make half an hour to talk to your child after that yeah make the date at nine it, I mean it's very easy yeah um, and then and then um... and her bathroom's hideous oh terrible so she gets on a date um, this guy does seem like a sleaze, but also Tammy is very closed off, like shouldn't have been on that. I don't like when people go on a date and then like abuse their date because they didn't want to be there. I was yeah. like, like he was sleazy, but she was also like very closed off to me and like didn't want to be there. So just don't go. You and know what I mean? Her spray tan was way, way darker than her face. And makeup. then her weird friends showed up. It was all very weird. It was all yeah. a weird date. Um, and then, then we go to the townhouse. Lori shows up at the townhouse and I was confused why there were so many dirty pots in the garage. Like, well, cause she was leaving when she would leave the house, she would put the cats in the garage. So they wouldn't use the bathroom all through the house, which clearly didn't work. But so she's locking the cats up with all the pots of water and food and lit and they um, were huge pots because she's. Well, who knows what kind of pots and pans they had. So I don't know the selection she had, but that's what's <laughs> okay. happening. Um, okay, because she definitely wasn't cooking, but I also was just really, I, I mean, I, also like, wouldn't it just be two pots and pans, not like eight? Like, it was just so confused. I was very confused. She needs some guidance, Joshy. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Uh, but that's the other thing, Lori. Lori left three cats there for an immature idiot that can't even wash her dishes to take care of. <laughs> Cats pretty much train themselves. I I guess she's not cleaning the litter boxes, probably. Uh, yeah, and then they I won't mean, use it. I, mean, we're, I do good. think that you're giving Ashley a lot, though. I mean, I yeah. we all had our own apartments when we were 21 and went to work, and she's not going really working at all, and she's not in school. So, like, she's being pretty lazy and taking advantage of the situation, too. I'm not saying oh, that she sure. wasn't giving the skills, but I think that, like, also, like, as a parent who's dealing with one kid who's already somewhere else because he can't stop doing drugs and beating people up, you... I, I think Lori is too focused on her own life. Exactly. That's but my problem. I, I do think that Ashley is taking full advantage. And she is definitely, like, you know what I mean, screaming out. But, like, you could, you're just kind of being disgusting, though. Like, clean up. Oh, for little. sure. But why does she have three cats she has to take care of? That's true. No, that's true. Lori, um, take your cats to your new mansion. Right. I agree. That's my problem. I, I, you I can't agree. just leave and decide that your kid is going to fend for herself. And yes, she's extremely privileged to be able to live in a townhouse on her own that they used to live in. And she's completely being lazy and so dirty and so disgusting. But the house would be a lot less disgusting if she didn't have three fucking animals running around. That's true. No, you're absolutely right. Most of that mess was actually because of the cats. So yeah. um, I, I totally get that. And then uh, Ashley isn't answering her phone blah, 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 blah. Then she kind of talks to her in the bedroom. She's not really willing and ready to have that conversation because she feels ambushed and abandoned. 
That's basically yeah. what that is. And on about. camera, you're in the shower and you're I agree. naked. You know, don't do Vulnerable. that. Vulnerable. Yeah. And it, and it almost felt like a trap. Like, I'm going to bring these cameras over to embarrass you. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then we 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 go to a clip, another Lori scene. She's in her Pennsylvania Dutch slut hat, walking on the beach, just having lunch. She's having lunch with Vicky and trying to get advice, which I don't know why you'd get advice from Vicky because her kids are completely different. And then the completely, like, Brianna is a saint angel and her apartment is probably spotless and beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, yes. so like Vicky's but like- Michael, Vicky says that Michael and uh, Ashley don't have motivation to be successful. And that Ashley still needs her. I feel like that was good advice. And 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 yeah, absolutely. I agree. I, I do. You know, there is a similarity between Michael and Ashley. Yeah. Um, and, and and when Michael was being lazy, Vicky, Vicky sent him to Chicago to be a contractor. That that is absolutely true. There there just there are there's expectations without boundaries or any kind of structure. That's and that's not fair. And that's yeah. not fair. I, 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 I see what you're saying. You're right. You know how disgusting, you know, I'm a clean freak. So I literally had to fast forward through that shit. Like it made me sick. I didn't right. want to eat. Like it ruined my, it ruined my damn day. <laughs> but at the day. same time, <laughs> Fuck I you, understand. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Lori, this is on you. Right. No, I agree. I ultimately, yes. Yes. And, and, and so, and then, and then what Vicky's trying to say is like the, the resolution is that like, kicking her completely out and abandoning her because that's kind of what you've already done mm -hmm. like emotionally so you have to like you have to teach them is pretty much what vicky was saying because yeah. brianna is a good girl because vicky's taught her how to be a good girl exactly and so, michael she stays on him because yes. he is not motivated he, and absolutely. mature like like and, brianna and next week we'll get to that little bitch, Michael, because he he has a little too much Michael Senior in him. And I, I gotta stretch so I can go kick his ass. I want to pile drive him so hard, but we'll get to that next week. Um, and then and then we go to uh, Gina's dog park of a house. Oh my god! And talk Speaking about pile drive. Yeah. This ruined my damn week. Oh my god! So we go to anger, which this is a sidebar because you know I watch all reality TV. The woman who takes a lot of the patients on intervention's name is Inger Lisa. And I, all I could think of was Inger Lisa. I was like, Inger Lisa, come get him. Take him, take him, take her to, uh, take that man to rehab. Um, so Inger comes here. Inger is sassy and does have quite an attitude at the beginning. Um, and she's just not there to have their bullshit. She's like, well, I, I feel like that was good. I oh, I, they needed it. Yeah. Gina needs structure. <laughs> she needs well, bullying. And Matt was being evil. Well, then Matt comes in. I thought it before Matt got there, she was a little sassy. Okay, but, but one thing. Can you imagine? We, we see Gina saying how her dogs rule the house. And then we see a clip of Gina throwing her dog into the pool. And yeah. then Shane spinning the dogs on the chair trying to make them puke. Would you not have a little bit of attitude too? I would be way meaner. I would have been like... Hi, I know you wanted me to train your dog, but I actually just brought the ASPCA here and we're taking them all. That's true. No, it's absolutely true. And this woman is terrified to be there. I would be interested to see if she ever came back, honestly. Um, Matt is abusing the dog trainer. He like, is interrogating her and the dogs. And um, she said like a million times, like, I don't understand why Car is the only adult here. She's like, she said that the people need trained, not the dogs. Like, yeah, because the way they train their dogs is picking them up by their ear. Yeah. And then he was like, want to see a $50,000 dog? Then he showed this video of his hunting dog who was clearly then abused. And it sadly got ran over because um, some 
person that was a friend that would no longer be my friend uh, let the dog out of the house and it got hit by a car, but it might have just tried to end its life because yes. it needed out. Seriously. I, think, I, I think this was an escape tactic. But I don't think it's people guest fault. If you're having a party. No, I agree. You're right. You're right. You you're can't, right. you know, obviously you, no one tries to let your dog out when you enter someone's house. And if a dog runs out, that's that your dog's not trained. Right. You're right. No, my dog never leaves. Or Ever. have a gate outside your house, have a fence, you know, right. have a barrier. Or, or have them put away until everybody's in. Exactly. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, Do yeah, something. like, Lori, train your daughter. Gina, train your damn dogs and your Amen. husband. Um, and then Matt, I'm so confused about Matt and what he does and why he's gone 300 days out of the year. I like what is he doing in Las Vegas all the time? Like Gambling, it doesn't, drinking. it doesn't, yeah, right. It doesn't say that he's like a coach or anything. It's just very confusing to me. And he says, I'd rather be wrong and stay miserable than admit I'm wrong and get happy. I was like, Ooh, chilling. It was a mm -hmm. chilling. He's a scary man, like a but very scary man. It really sets the tone for the whole family. You know, you understand more yes. why they all have had multiple lobotomies. <laughs> I mean, Gina's Gina's also scary. That she's just stayed there the whole time. Yeah, it's all scary. Um, then we go to Joe's kind of moving day. So she's just packing up at the house, and this is where Slade is such an asshole and takes. She's like, "Look at this! It was her old license plate that said Jay Smiley," um, and he's like, "Give that to me." And I was like, "You're just such an asshole." And then she tries to turn it around, and she's like, "They can be like friendship bracelets." And I was just like, "I'm just done with it." Then we mm -hmm. see the pink boa again. I'm like, "Go, just go live your life, Joe." And yes. I see this loser. Like, I'm tired of seeing. Like, I want to see Joe being Joe. I don't need Slade there every scene that Joe's there. I'm yeah. like, he's such a thirst bucket. Like, he's just like a scumbag. And, oh, God, I can't stand him. And then we go to the gym of this episode with the astrologer at Vicky's house. Brad. With, with those huge lemon drop martinis, mm -hmm. which I was loving. I love Tammy's hair here. It, she looked really good. Brad was really into Tammy. I was, he was like very into Tammy. Um, then there was a good reading for Lori. But first, I, the, all the girls call Jewel, or call Vicky controlling. And I'm like, um, is she not the only one that has actual control of her life? The rest of you losers are spiraling. Right. And I would say Vicky that is actually controlling, but especially in this group. She's actually just the most normal. You know what I mean? Like that's how people live their life. You have to control things to she has like a live your life. Structured life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A little overstructured. Um, I don't think I'm a control freak. Um, she tries to control the reading. So let's. Um, <laughs> like, tell me what I why the way I am the way I am. But I lost this man before he got to Vicky because he told Gina she had great nurturing skills. Uh, who? I was like, you're dead to me. You don't know anything. You absolutely get out, of, get out of here right now. Don't read anybody else. This is all a lie. Um, great. I mean, not even like, are you a nurturer? She was like, oh, and she was like, oh yeah, that's me. And I was like, who? These people are so unself-aware. Um, um, <laughs> whose were they reading that it said, uh, was it Tammy's that she's into sexual pyrotechnics? <laughs> Maybe it was Lori's. <laughs> Exactly is sexual pyrotechnics. <laughs> Are those firing dildos? We need to Google that. <laughs> now I'm interested in learning more about sexual pyrotechnics. Um, 
And then, uh, and then Lori goes to Vicky, you're an Aries. I can't believe I like you to Vicky. <laughs> Vicky was like, like me? You can't believe you like me? Um, and then she argues with the uh, astrologer and she goes, it's not my fault I'm this way. <laughs> it's like, it's hysterical. And then he, her like moon and star and everything are in a perfect triangle, which is really great. Um, and she like starts crying and she's like, you enjoyed my chart? Like, <laughs> Sweet. I'm she, not a freak. I'm so happy I'm not a freak. Guess what, Don? I'm not a freak. <laughs> I am the way I am, and I'll always have a ton of energy. Vicky is like Sonia Morgan in the essence that they're great housewives because they are genuinely themselves just entertaining to view. Like it's just like a fresh, a fresh cream it, while you're eating oh it's just like delicious everything yeah. is delicious about her on the screen she doesn't have to do a lot she can just sit there and be herself and she's funny as fuck it's like watching their security cameras yes it really is she is naturally her and she's a unique person like you don't meet people like that she's a character and yeah. it's 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 beautiful and that is why she is my favorite I mean, this whole, is, her astrology reading was my saint, but like she really, I really believe that if she hadn't been on the show, we may never have had Real Housewives. 100%. She is the only she, light. She, when she says that, she, like Ramona tries to take credit, when anybody says it really is Vicky and her entertainment. Now season one, you know, it was, but I, I mean, my hair's been yellow. Like it's those moments that are so great. I mean, we're not here to watch Tammy Knickerbocker, Knickerbocker around town. Mm-mm. No, no. So she's my saint. Who's your saint? My that saint reading was my saint. Is Inger the dog trainer? Oh, sweet, sweet Inger, and that takes me to my center because it was Matt in that whole disgusting interaction. I hated it. It made ditto. me feel uncomfortable. Ditto, ditto, ditto. Yeah, he belongs in jail, but <laughs> but you know, well, you know. God bless his soul. Get to a <laughs> spiritual jail. Oh, see you later, Matt. Uh, hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll see you in the river sticks. Um, anyways, uh, so look, get ready for a banger of an episode next week, guys. It is a banger. Oh, yes, of, oh my <laughs> you know, subliminal. Anyways, yeah, curse me. I'm gonna Which is explain. part of my uh, Halloween decor. Ooh, the river sticks. Mm-hmm. I love that. Floating souls everywhere. I do. I have them. <laughs> that's beautiful she'll post a picture guys, I'll post a video, guys. We'll, we'll show you matt's home matt's new home <laughs> coded a creepy um let's get ready um but next week are the debut of we're not really sure i always remember them as the oc angels mm-hmm. but um the, I, technically i think they're the aqua angels but just get ready for a brawl and a half um we love you we love you we love you Follow us on Instagram at housewivesheretics underscore. Stay blessed, y'all. Amen, bitches. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there.
Amen, Amen bitches. bitches.